Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Yes, indeed it is. You better. You bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley. It's awesome to be here with you on the BetQL Network. Every game here, Game 7. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you bets and we bring you sports. Coming to you live today from all the usual spots, odyssey.com and the app, betqlnetwork.com and the app, radio stations nationwide as part of the BetQL Network. And that list of radio stations nationwide burgeoning. How about that email from Andrew Williams a few days ago, executive producer of our BetQL network, just detailing all the radio stations that we are on around the country as part of the BetQL network. One of the great emails in the history of emails. Absolutely love it. We are on YouTube at youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports and on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Ken and I here bringing you the wagertainment up until 7 o'clock Eastern. We're talking all things sports betting, proudly presented today and always by the king of sports books, the great people over at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit Bet mgm.com the show also brought to you by betql on this t3 three words they all start with the letter t those words are of course tremendous football thursday september 14th in the year of our lord 2023 our show on twitter at you better you bet i'm on twitter and the gram at the costos and ken barkley your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper on x now and always at Locky Lockerson. And on this tremendous football Thursday, we bring you three tremendous guests. Our pal Adam Chernoff from the Simple Handicap Podcast at Right Angle Sports will stop by at 4 o'clock Eastern talking week two in the NFL. So, too, will Connor Allen from 4 for 4 in Betsperts to talk week two in the NFL. Connor joining us at 5 p.m. Eastern in hour number three. And then a good buddy of mine, I think making his You Better You Bet debut. Uh, Danny Cannell, former NFL quarterback, former Florida State quarterback, now with our friends over at CBS Sports, host of the popular Cover 3 podcast, one of the co-hosts of that show, also hosting on Sirius XM and calling games for CBS Sports Network. The great Danny Cannell stops by, talking bet in college football this weekend here on You Better You Bet. Plus, every Thursday throughout the NFL season, how great is this? We have the award betting goat, Ken Barkley, as part of the show, the goat of betting on awards. Uh, and I think our listeners and viewers really appreciate the information that Ken disseminates today for the first time, P squared, B squared awards in the national football league. Who should you bet on to win offensive player of the year? What about coach of the year? We'll get Ken's entire hashtag portfolio P squared, B squared awards in the national football league starting here in hour number one. We'll also give you Feliz Nari top narrative bets for this weekend in college football where the word of the day spot. Oh Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, Lock. yeah, spots. Oh, there's oh, this, spots That everywhere. just reminded me. We never did uh, on the on the shows in Vegas the movies we watched on the airplane. Did you end up, I recommend, so for people who don't know, I recommended a movie to Nick on Watch on the Way Home. I'm going to guess he didn't watch it because he was reading his book probably. But I recommended Across the Spider-Verse. Did you watch Across the Spider-Verse? So we caught 
like a major? What's okay. the wind that you catch on like the way east from west? A tailwind, uh, headwind, tailwinds. one of those things. Okay, yeah, so I'm expecting tailwind, tailwind makes you go faster. So I'm expecting the flight to be like five plus, which is what it normally is from like New York yeah. or Newark where it I fly like into Vegas. Probably or like three fifty or something. It, it yeah. was like four ten. So I get on the plane, I'm exhausted, I fall asleep for a little bit, I wake up and I click on across the Spider Verse to watch, and the first thing that it says, like United will do this on their flights, like actually, like you don't have enough time to watch this, like choose right. another title, it's like, like you can two watch and a half if you hours want. Long. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I woke up and I had like 97 minutes left in my flight. So I wanted to watch it. I didn't. So I ended up reading my book, which I'm almost it's, done with now. The book is It's great, the best yeah. comic book movie. It's the best comic book movie I've ever watched by far. And the Ooh, villain, this reveals nothing about the movie whatsoever. Uh, the villain in it is named The Spot. That's the name of the bill. So, so, so it's like a, a new villain. If you'd seen the movie. So, yeah. Love oh, The Spot. man. Do, do you want yeah. to provide some like color commentary during Feliz Naritov? Like what would The Spot do? I mean... No, nah, because I, I, if I, I'm like actually afraid I'll ruin anything about the movie, and I don't want to ruin it. But like telling you who the villain is is com is completely not ruining it. Jake obviously saw it too because he wrote so good in the chat when I. I mean, it's I'm late to the party here, but man, it's good. I mean, I it's like a, it's really, really, really a good movie. It's awesome. And I am a. I'm like, I, I never really talk about this kind of stuff. I've mentioned it at points. I'm not really as into it anymore. But when I grew up, like, my dad and I were, like, big time into comics. And I was a huge Marvel fan. Had all the cards. And, like, Spider-Man was always my favorite. Like, I have, like, uh, in my, I don't know, like this. I thought this would be on camera at some point. But it's not. Right. It's like a cubby hole. Like, like um, what do you call it? It's like, the, like what people have behind them in, like, camera shots. Like, a, sure. like shelves or whatever. Like a bookshelf. And I've got, like, yeah. a bunch of... Yeah, book, bookshelf is the appropriate term, yeah. And okay. I've been, set I was like, the, is, that, is that really term. what we're going for? Bookshelf? Yeah, That's bookshelf. That's what we're going for here. Because okay. I've got... I don't have a ton of books on it, but the books I do have are, like, comic books, and I have essential okay. Spider-Man number four. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. And I haven't seen this movie, which, candidly, oh. is a bad job by me. I need to rectify this I mean, grievous error. I don't, I don't want to guarantee you're going to love any movie, because, like, that would be bad, because you may not. You really need to see this movie. <laughs> I will watch like, it. You really, really need to see this movie, and uh, and then you'll know more about the spot. Maybe it'll make you get better Nari top picks. There you go. And I uh, and I did look like literally on the planes. I had internet on the plane. I looked once I realized I couldn't watch it. Like, how can I stream this? So I think it's like five dollars you can pay for like one of the streaming platforms yeah. to watch it. So they don't do that tomorrow night. My wife is working tomorrow night, and I have right now the night to myself Friday night. Maybe I'll do that after the show tomorrow. Into the Friday yeah. verse. Into the yeah, Friday let's do verse. It. Yeah, and sink into the old couch first and uh and watch some uh watch some Spider-Man. Uh yeah, so Feliz Nari Top coming up with lots of spots and they got tons of them. Let down, sandwich, look mm. ahead. They're all the bases are all covered revenge. here today. I don't know if there's a revenge spot. I need to like I'll comb a little bit to see if we can find a good revenge spot this weekend in, okay. in college football. But the narrative bets, which of course will feature a play on Colorado, Colorado State coming up as we move along. We'll also give you our monster teaser for week number two in the National Football League. We are one and one right now, a winner on the total monster and a loser on the side monster. Shout out to the Pittsburgh Steelers getting blown out by the San Francisco 49ers. Is it? It's a little unbelievable. We put it in the monster teaser. It couldn't have been that believable. How does it lose? It loses because the Niners are the best team in the league. Apparently, that's how it loses. <laughs> and uh, we should have we should have blamed Canada. We should have known. Yeah. Because, like, the offensive futility continues with that moron coordinating the offense in Pittsburgh. So, monster teaser as we move along. Sides and totals for week two in the NFL. Power hour, final hour featuring all our bets for tonight, including side, total, and props. 
for the Minnesota Vikings visiting the Eagles in Philadelphia. We're locked and loaded. Tremendous football Thursday. A lot to do today. Busy edition of the show. Ken Barkley, how's it going? It's going great. And uh, happy to have a game tonight. Like excited to watch Vikings and Eagles. Uh, we'll have a bet on it. I'm sure you'll have bets on it as well. The line movement in the game is really interesting. Total movement of the game is really interesting. The injury reports really interesting. Uh, so it'll be fun. There might be some fallout from awards with this game, potentially. We'll talk about maybe what that would be, uh, potentially, as we go to. You mentioned awards. We'll do NFL awards. Just a, a minute here or two on what happened with NL Cy Young last night. Just like the show to be an authentic representation of what you and I actually think about all day and, and like talking about nothing phony. Uh, I was like very anxious about what we would see last night with uh, both Zach Allen and more importantly, Blake Snell, who's the fate was the favorite in the market entering yesterday to win NL Cy Young. They both pitched yesterday. So early in the night, it was Gallon's turn and he was terrible. And I mean, really, really bad. And I think it is extremely unlikely now that he will win the award. He was way behind in the polling. He was in third, got some first place votes, like close enough that he could have done something maybe late. And now he has a bad start. You assume poll plus that equals he's probably kind of fallen out of it a little bit. And uh, and then go to later. And then I'm like, okay, that's pretty interesting. You go to later in the night. All right, now it's really like judgment day. Blake Snell, who's the favorite in the market to win NL Cy Young, and he was a pretty big favorite, minus 150, minus 170 entering the game last night, faces the Dodgers, formidable lineup. At LA, he was a dog in the game, and he's the favorite to win NL Cy Young. And uh, and I was really hoping that he would have a negative performance, which would lead me to make a lot of bets, because I, I think it's very close between him and Justin Steele right now. And if he performed poorly last night, I was going to, like, talk about a pitcher shoving when he pitches really well. I was going to shove bets on Justin Steele if Snell gets rough, roughed up last night. And instead, the opposite happens. Snell pitches great. It's one of his best starts of the season. Only two base runners allowed in six innings. I remember Snell's whole thing is he allows a lot of base runners and he didn't do that last night. So that improves his, his stats a lot. And now we're really, we're really kind of up against it in terms of like, we're going to know really soon who the guy is, I think. Uh, and I, I still think it's way up in the air, but it Snell has applied sort of like holding serve. Snell has held serve. And now a tremendous amount of pressure is applied to Justin Steele, who will face the Diamondbacks in Arizona tomorrow night. And I think the right way to think about this is if Steele pitches very poorly, it might be done. It might be done. And the two of them are very close. They each have like a max of two starts left. We don't know how each team is going to handle the end of the year. The Cubs want to make the playoffs. Uh, the Padres have no such no such hopes. So they're 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 it's really more about just do we want to get Blake Snell this award? And uh and so Steele's start, you know, I said Blake Snell's start last night, up to that point, most important start by any player in a in an award market in Cy Young. And now that to just kick the can down the road that goes to Friday with Justin Steele. If he's if he's bad, probably can't do anything. Snell's already a huge favorite. He probably just should be a big favorite. If Steele's really good and he holds serve back, now we might, might really be cooking. I mean, the market moved so hard on Blake Snell last night, and it's it's like the betting market is unaware that polling exists. Justin Steele was ahead going into yesterday's game. Like, I, that, that's not my opinion. Read the poll. He's ahead. I don't care. He's ahead. Snell pitches really well. Okay, what happens if Steele pitches really well? He's like three to one right now. I like I, all that happens is now you got another now you got another betting event to live sweat potentially bet. We didn't get anything last night. Snell pitched well. Nothing to do. What happens if Steele pitches really well? I think he wins. And then we just when then we go to each guy's next start and we keep betting. So it just this is going to get really really interesting really fast because it's that's it's a razor thin margin right now. And uh, and so that was was watching that last night. 
eagerly awaiting Justin Steele's start tomorrow, whatever that brings. Um, I so I bet Justin Steele also. I think maybe that's what I should be doing tomorrow night. Maybe live live sweat live sweat Justin Steele of the Chicago Cubs into the Cy Young verse. Into the Cy Young. Nice. You know what? I just I'm gonna sweat all weekend. I I don't know if I can bring myself to do it on a Friday night. Let's check on. It's the actually phone. like not fun too when you really need something like you need like let's say I need Justin Steele to pitch really well tomorrow. It it's agonizing. It takes too long. You're just you're for three hours. You're just glued to the television in a really bad, almost like a playoff baseball game when your team's playing and they're just yeah. every pitch. You're just like, oh, like this is tough. This is really tough. Like, I don't even want to watch. And uh, that's that's kind of what what not even what faces me, but like a lot of people. I got had people reach out that bet Snell I had a guy reached out that had Snell at one hundred and ten to one. And he goes uh, and shout out if he's listening and he goes, you know, uh, I bet Snell at this huge price. He goes. I really respect your opinion and you've been dumping on this guy for three months. What do you think's going to happen? <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, I can be wrong. Like he can win. It just, I, I've always preferred other options and I, I kind of still do. I need to see what steel does tomorrow. But uh, you know, I think a lot of people who bet and who bet these kind of markets were all, I, I mean, I've been, you know, long lost friends in award markets have been reaching out. Like how about what they're doing in Cy Young? Do you think Spencer Strider still can't Ken Rosenthal, obviously famous baseball reporter was on TV this morning. And they said like, who would you vote for in Cy Young? And he goes, I, I think my vote's still like up in the air. Like I, you can win my vote still. I don't know who I'm going to vote for, which is interesting in itself. And then he goes, watch out for Spencer Strider down this stretch. Okay. Spencer Strider's 120 to one in a couple of places. <laughs> and he pitched really well last night. Is this, is this going to get like that weird? Like where that that doesn't make any sense. Spencer Strider is like ninth in ERA in the National League. You got a really prominent baseball reporter be like, watch out for this guy. It's like, what are what are we about to see here? Uh, could be potentially really interesting. So yeah, just I know it's kind of a fringy thing, football game tonight. But man, Justin Steele pitching tomorrow is a it's a big deal when you bet this stuff, and uh, and I can't wait for it. I, it feels like maybe like baseball and like WNBA have gotten together and said, you know, how can we screw with people here? Let's give the awards to some. To, let's give the awards to some to some wacky candidates here. Uh, Spencer well, Strider wins we'll, NLCA. We'll see I mean, if Alyssa Thomas wins the WN. And for people who don't follow this, Brianna Stewart was awarded the AP Most Value AP uh, Player of the Year in the WNBA. So think about how there's like you know the the Wooden Award for college basketball, but there's also like the National Player of the Year. There's all this stuff. So Brianna Stewart won already the AP Player of the Year. Asia Wilson, who won the MVP last year, came in second. And like, yet, despite the fact that that has already happened, a third player, Alyssa Thomas of the Sun, is receiving every single publicly made MVP vote. And the analysis of the people who have voted is essentially along the lines of, well, I basically like, I know Stewart scores more and Wilson scores more, and they're both better, and they both play for better teams, and they both had better seasons, but that's not all this is about. And then they vote for Alyssa Thomas. That's what's happened like seven times already. <laughs> and I think I think in that one where we could really be headed somewhere weird, unless some a lot of really anonymous votes come out and they're for the other two players. But awards are funny, man. They're funny. People when when awards are close, and El Cy Young's close, WNBA MVP's close. When awards are close, people do squirrely things. They do weird things and they do stuff you don't expect because they have a really hard time parsing through small differences between players. You know what? I think that sentence needed WNBA sentence when you said, "Yeah, I know that that Brianna Stewart and was the second player Asia Wilson." Asia Wilson, yeah. That Brianna Stewart and Asia Wilson. I know that they scored more points and I know that they have more rebounds. I know they played for better teams, but you know what we're actually going to do? <laughs> yeah, WNBA is about to have their Russell Westbrook MVP moment. I think they're about to have. God it. bless him.
God bless him. Uh, on the other side, how about some NFL awards? We'll get to the, the Vikings and Eagles. We'll give you the injury reports that we saw tonight. Bad injury report for the Packers. We'll get to all the NFL news, all the bets for tonight as we move along. But on the other side, awards in the National Football League, including most valuable player. That's where we will start. Coming up next, Nick and Ken on a Thursday. You better you bet.